Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The 339th edition of the Four Corners Podcast starts right now. This is the Four Corners Podcast. I'm the luckiest guy in the world, I've said that, to be in Chapel Hill, to be at the University of North Carolina. We win 54 to 53, North Carolina did it. North Carolina wins the championship. With 20 seconds left to play, goes back to Michael Jordan, jumper from out on the left, good! You're on way to Worthy, Worthy 5, the Tar Heels are going to win the national championship! Weber, front court, Carolina with foul, he takes the timeout, they're out foul. of timeout, technical foul, technical foul on Michigan, they're out of timeout. Front court, Williams on the drive, gets it back out to head, long outside shot, short rebounded, May, it's over, Carolina has won the national championship. 89-72, and how about them Tar Heels, they are the national champions. I've been the luckiest coach in the world. Pump fake for three. Too strong on the shot. That's it. The Tar Heels are the national daggum champions. Carolina has been tested and tried and been proven successful through all the years. And the way that we will play will be the Carolina way. My love for North Carolina, I mean, I love this school, I love these fans, and I love everything about it, and I would I would die for this school, I really would. Here are your hosts, Josh Marlowe and Anthony Pagnotta. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Four Corners Podcast. We are powered by Carolina Electrical Services, Josh and Anthony back with you guys once again today and um, this is typically something that we would do in the off season, but given the week off that Carolina has and the discussion it caused in and around the fan base we thought we would uh, dedicate an episode to it now now that we kind of have a bye week in the heart of ACC play you saw the report last week from inside Carolina that Carolina is exploring a potential renovation of the Smith Center or maybe a complete new build of a basketball arena, either on or off campus. Um, And so we're here to talk about that because it's a pretty polarizing topic. Um, I've got a lot of thoughts and ideas about what I'd like to see done. I'm sure Anthony does as well. So we're going to spend the next, you know, 30 to 40 minutes talking about that. But we start every edition of the pod, as we always do with the pod thought of the day. We've got a legendary or former legendary uh, women's basketball coach at Tennessee, Pat Summit, and uh, her thought is, quote, you can't always be the most talented person in the room, but you can be the most competitive. And I think we have seen that with, with this team this season. No denying Carolina has talent. They're always going to have talent. Um, but the last couple of years with all the talent, there wasn't a competitive spirit. There wasn't a competitive fight. Um, if Carolina was, you know, would get down 15 to 2 like they did against Clemson, they'd get beat by 20. That hasn't been the case with this group. Even in the games that they've lost, they've battled, they've competed, um, and you still, you know, have we've left every defeat feeling encouraged because of the way that they played 
in those defeats. And so, um, you know, hopefully they don't lose many more games the rest of the way. All these games are important. Uh, we want to win an ACC regular season title, advance deep into the ACC and the NCAA tournament. So when you have a competitive bunch like Carolina has, all those things are possible. But let's get into the arena talk. Um, as I mentioned last week, Inside Carolina reported that UNC has looked into the possibility of building a new arena and or is exploring renovation options for the Smith Center. Um, Carolina last explored this back in 2013, um, but that was put on hold to focus on building all the new stadiums like you see for you know l- l- lacrosse, soccer, field hockey. Um, we- we've seen the upgrades in Keenan, and all those all those were necessary. But you know, as someone that frequents the Smith Center, we you know we're there at least once or twice every year. There is no denying that um, the place needs at least an uplift, um, and, and this is something that, frankly, is long overdue. Um, you know, you but you can't afford to you know rebuild every athletic facility at the same time. And as important as those Olympic sports are, it made a lot of sense for Carolina to invest heavily in those. Um, and Keenan, you know, you, when you when you hire a new head coach, there's going to be changes that you got to invest in on that front as well. But this is something that is long overdue, and I, I think it's 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 the appropriate time for this to come to the, the, the forefront and the focus because, um, you know, when you know, when you think of college colleges and universities, most of the time you think of their football programs. For Carolina, you think of the basketball program. Um, and it's only right that the premier program on campus, and in our opinion, the best program in the country, has the best facility and the most elite facility in the sport. And that's certainly not the case at the moment, but could be in the future if Carolina does move forward with a renovation or a rebuild. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely something we've been talking about for a little bit, kind of on the side, right? It never was something that really came to the forefront because it didn't really feel like that was the main focus of the athletic department at that time. And it's because of everything that you talked about. There's so many other projects on campus that were going on that, one, you need to be able to build up the revenue to take on a new project, and two, you simply just need to have some sort of you know focus on, on a project, especially one of this caliber um, because you're not going to want I mean look there may be one season where Carolina plays in Carmichael or something like that if they're building on the site of the Smith Center but that's it you're, you're not wanting it to be anything more than that so you're going to have to put a lot of time and resources into it I think Carolina feels like they're in a spot now where they want to be able to upgrade that it's it's important to make your program attractive not only through NIL money but um, this is this is something that that kids value now is the type of facilities that you play in. Um, it used to be back in the day, it really didn't matter. It was more about the name that was on the front, um, the opportunity to play for certain schools. Now, it, it, all those aesthetic things really do matter. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely something that Carolina needs to do. I think the approach to what they do is the bigger debate and is what has people, you know, arguing back and forth on Twitter. Yeah, I've got two quotes I want to read to you um, from that article from Inside Carolina. One is from Bubba Cunningham, of course, Carolina's AD. Quote, this is quite frankly another iteration of looking at our future and saying, okay, 
where are we today? Where do we think we need to be in the future? And what's the best path to get there? And that includes a basketball study. The other night, we had 21,000 people with a single concourse. It was a great atmosphere, but some of the anemones and services that you like to provide an elite program, we just can't do that right now because of the facility that we have. So how can we continue to make sure that we remain elite? End quote. He's not He's not being wrong, and he's not he's not lying. Um, and in a lot of ways, you got to appreciate the the honesty there. Look, when you when you look at the Smith Center, the Dean Dome, it's an iconic venue, not just to Carolina, but in college basketball. It's on every college basketball fan's uh, bucket list of a venue to go watch a game at. But the facility has become outdated. When it was built in 1986. It was it, it wasn't outdated. It was the premier basketball facility in the country, not just in college basketball, but um, you know it was it was right up there with some of the NBA arenas at the time when it had been built. And so the, the, this this honesty um, that that Bubba has to, to admit that Carolina is behind and having a elite facility um, is needed, and it's why they're going through what they're going through. The other quote I wanted to play for you is from a UNC Board of Trustee member, John Pryor, and it is a quote, it is also very much a work in progress. There's obviously a strong constituency that would like to see the current location stay the same, but what is crystal clear is that we need more suites and a greater fan experience leading up to the game and a greater utilization of our resources in a way that benefits the game day and fan experience. Again, another another honest Another honest quote here. When you look at when you look at Carolina and you look at it from the the game day um, and fan experience, like yes, when we get in that in that uh, in that arena for big games, it's it's as good of an environment as it is in in college basketball. It's right up there with Cameron Indoor, up there with Allen Fieldhouse. Um, you know, whether whichever venue UConn wants to play in now like Carolina has that but if we're also being honest it's it's not the most rewarding for the fans because you have a student section that's on one end of the court and that's it you've got a band that um isn't in isn't really in an area of the the gym to make an impact and, and be a part of the game day atmosphere and all that matters like when you, if you watched Auburn and Kentucky over the weekend, you know the jungle has become as tough a place to go and win a basketball game on the plains because they've got the students surrounding the court, and you've got the band in an area where they're involved in the game day atmosphere. Um, and so Carolina kind of hamstrung themselves when they built the Smith Center. They they promised so many of those big donors that made it possible. Elite seating, yep. and in the long run, in the long run, it's hurt the environment that um, that that the Smith Center creates. When it when it was first built, it wasn't necessarily the case because most of those donors were 30, 40, 50 years old. They were energetic, diehard Carolina basketball fans. Those donors are still Carolina basketball fans. But they're not energetic, and it's why you get sleepy crowds really outside of the Duke game, the NC State game, and whatever like one marquee non-conference game that that, that you get now in Chapel Hill. Um, and and so that was something that 
at the time Carolina didn't think about in the long run, but as time has passed, it has really it has really hand you know handcuffed them and building the best game day environment for a program that is you know annually competing for Final Fours and national championships, which is why I think and it's hard to admit this. Carolina needs to tear the building down and rebuild it because you get out of that contract. If, well, if, they have to move, I think. I think if it's still in place, they can still hold that. Not not if you build a new arena with new seating because they bought seats. And so I, I think it's it's something that it's not the easiest thing to want to admit um, because the dome is iconic. But the dome is also a problem as to why that place isn't as loud as it can be because there's so much area, so much space for that noise to go to, it goes to the top. And I don't think if they rebuild it, we're going to quit calling it um, the Dean Dome. I mean, maybe, maybe it we will would. not be named the Smith Center. It will not be. What would they rename it? What are you gonna? You're just gonna rename it the the, the Smith Center. First of all, if they if they rebuild it, it's not going to be in the same place. They're going to have to build it somewhere else because they're going to want to stay and play in that arena during that year off. They're not going to put them. I, I don't think they would end up putting them in Carmichael. So more than um, likely, you're moving you're moving it to a different either a different location on campus or it's a different spot off campus. And then you're probably going to have to rename it. More than likely, it would probably be named after Roy Williams, if we're being honest. So I, because I mean, what are you going to call it, Deanie Smith Center Two? Like I, I you just rebuild the building. You can't. I see. I don't think they would do that because it's not the same. The same place. I mean, look at they've never renamed it the same thing when they've moved it before. It's changed names every single time from when it was. Um, What's the original one? The pit was was the name was that the name of it or that was the nickname? Then you had Woolen, then you had Carmichael, and then you had the Smith Center, which you know before that was of course the Activities Center or whatever the whatever they called it. But um, I, I mean that's the thing that I think most people are probably concerned about is if they do rebuild it, will they actually keep it in Dean Smith's name? I don't I don't know. I think there is a chance that they might not. So I don't think that's on the table at all. I see. I think it's more than a possibility, especially if they have to move it to a different site. I, I don't like. I, I it seems weird to me that they would then just name it the Smith Center again. Maybe they would. Maybe they would. But um, I mean, when when the Yankees rebuilt Yankee Stadium, they this Yankee Stadium. When the Cardinals rebuilt Bush Stadium, guess what they named it? Bush Stadium. So like, you have iconic venues in sports that. When they, they and they literally moved across the parking lot. So to me, that's probably what you would you would have to have happen. I mean, I don't, is I don't, they'd have to stay in that same general area. If they move it somewhere else, I don't, I don't know. I think there's a good chance they probably would rename it. So. I, I don't think because you move it, you got to rename it though. Like it's just, like a part of it is just like you look at where, and I, I think ultimately, I think ultimately because it's cheaper and more efficient, they 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 won't they won't knock it down and rebuild it. Although, I got to be honest, some of the renovation stuff, just from listening to how people have talked about it, how much cheaper is it honestly going to be? Because you have to do so much work to build the suites. You're going to have to basically raise the dome because they can't go lower. People have said that, but there was a post, this was on Inside Carolina after this, 
and I don't know who this is. Somebody sent me this screenshot when we were talking about it because it's. Uh, I, I I figured I was going back and forth with somebody, and why I, I said. I would be a proponent of renovating, but the problem is, is that the proximity of the bedrock below the uh, the arena right now, and uh, beside current structures, makes expansion uh, very difficult and very expensive. The concrete structure supporting the upper deck makes placement of the larger suites at the concourse layer level very difficult, and. Probably most importantly, it's almost impossible to replace current seating with suites because of the contractual seating. That's that's the other thing. But that's that's a if you're just talking about the renovation itself, not the actual seating. That's I think a separate issue that you have to talk about once you figure out exactly what you're going to do. I it there's there's a lot of different things that they'll have to end up doing in order to be able to put in that suite level. That probably makes it almost even, if not less expensive, to actually build a new building. So I, I don't know. I mean, I I wouldn't mind them renovating it and keeping some of the things that we love about the Dean Dome in place. But I mean, with something like that, and I saw multiple people saying that as well on social media. I don't know how realistic that actually is. You know, this this is something that honestly we 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 need more we need more answers to we need more insights to, um you know with with the the the, pen, the, the, the potential renderings that that you know research that surfaced a decade ago, um were very modern very upscale very much something that I think we could all get behind. I know that image is floating around from. Um, that great day Tar Heel site. Um, and and the, the, they do, they do a great job, just covering the Tar Heels, promoting um the Tar Heels. That pro, you know whatever graphic that is, where it's, it's the Jumpman logo on the front. Yeah, Carolina's not like they're not doing that. Um, and I, I don't think that's something that as as Carolina fans, you 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 should. Well, it didn't even look like an arena, to be honest with you. It looked like a, an upscale mall or something like that. Which, I mean, look if that's if that's the design that somebody that puts something out like that wants. I mean, we've seen it plenty of times with like jersey renderings and stuff like that. To me, I that would be odd. To and and especially like I don't know where you would even really put that. I I don't know if that would really fit in in the middle of campus right there where the Dean Dome is. So, yeah, I mean, I I, I think. Their biggest thing, and they're not the other thing that you have to discuss is so if you if you're wanting a new building, because if they keep the Smith Center and they renovate it, then they're not going to limit capacity by that much. They may have to remove some seats for the suite areas and everything like that. But if you have a new building, how much smaller do you want it? Because I think all of us can admit for a better environment, you probably want it to be smaller. But the thing is, you also have to be okay with prices going up for games. So, which I, which I, I, I'm not against. Like the, Carolina needs a smaller arena. Like at the time when you when you built it, twenty one thousand, the idea was that virtually any Carolina fan could could get into the building to watch you play. Um, and and that's that's a that's a great idea. It's a great concept. It we're we're the only program in the country that can put twenty one thousand fans in the stands on a random Tuesday night against Boston College. But it needs to be smaller. Um, you know, you look at Kansas, I think Kansas has 16,000 in Allen Fieldhouse. 
Like, and they, and, and part of it is the way that that gym is designed. It does a great job with its environment. In my opinion, it's tougher than Cameron to go on the yes. road, you know, yes, as, I a, agree with as, as a road environment to go and win a college basketball game. So at the bare minimum, Carolina's got to get down to 16,000. I would like to see, you know, if they win as small as 14,000, I would not. I would not complain. I, I think that's your limit, though. These people, I've seen people that want to be as small as Cameron, and it's like, if you want to be as small as Cameron, the, the, the problem is is that you better be willing to pay three or $400 to go watch your team play nobody. Well, and, like, you also and that, just... to me, is insane. Like, I don't want to be like that. But, yeah, six, I mean, sixteen to 14000 somewhere in that range, I, th- I think would be fine because it's going to create a little bit of a better environment. Um. But I, I, I mean, I don't want to become the elitist type feel that it, it feels like when you go to Duke games. Well, like, like here's the thing: when it comes to 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 Cameron, if Duke wasn't Duke, they would play in a bigger gymnasium. It's just, it's just factual. Like, but a part of it was that program became historic. It became a blue blood. And a part of the fabric of Duke basketball was they play in a nine thousand seat gym, that you know, have, you know the the way that it's designed, and everything like that. Like it's just it's just a part of it. If Duke was Notre Dame and had like Notre Dame's track record, Duke wouldn't play in what Cameron Indoor Stadium looks like today. It's it's just it, because there there's there's more money that Duke could make playing in a bigger gymnasium, um, and in a, in a venue that's a, it's a lot more modern. I think another thing that um, people are concerned about, and, and I'm not, is the idea that Carolina moves off campus. I I don't see that. I don't see that happening because it's 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 directly impacted NC State, like playing on an off campus arena. And look, Carolina's got a, be- a much better following, and I, I think our fans would go wherever, whenever to watch them play. But I I I don't think you want. I don't think you want to lose that being a destination part of when you're on campus. Like the, you know, like there are some other you know buildings and venues on campus that are destination places, but nothing like your basketball arena. And so you know, you're talking about enhancing the game day and the fan experience. What what sense would it make for us to all descend to Franklin Street to eat, drink? shop to then either drive 25 not 20 you know 15 20 minutes somewhere else off campus to watch them play um you know i i think when it's all said and done whether carolina rebuilds or just renovates it's going to be in the same general area that it is right now and i don't see what whatever basketball venue we're playing in in 2034 I don't see it being off the campus. Yeah, I mean, look, I I think you have to, I guess, figure out what technically, where campus ends, because, like, the women's softball field is, I think, considered off campus. If it is, it's it's slightly off campus. So, like, that type of move I don't think would necessarily be the worst thing, because there is, you look at, like, on Raleigh Road, there is, there is room there. You could probably put... A dome there. Um, I know one of the old proposals to keep it on campus was just to move it over into the bowls lot where that is. Yep. I don't think that would necessarily be the worst idea. But I mean, the thing is, yeah, I mean, it's 
keeping it on campus, it is a little tough because I don't know how much space there really is left on campus. I mean, still, Carolina's got one of the biggest campuses in the country. Um, but, I mean, yeah, to me, I like, if you're worried about them potentially moving it, you know, way off somewhere down, you know, 501 or, I mean, even towards Carborough, I, I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to end up doing that. I think they're going to stay in the general vicinity. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked if it is considered off campus because I just, it, there's, there's so much that's crammed in there. They built so much, so much, um, on campus. I mean, I'm looking, I, I don't, there's not a ton of areas. I don't think where they would really be able to put it. I mean, I guess Franklin street coming in, there's some spots that maybe you could put it at, just off of there, but other than that, I mean, I think that's that's why tear, if you're going to rebuild, tearing it down and building in the same spot probably makes the most sense, if, if, if we're being honest. so, But I don't know if they're going to do that because they have to figure out, can they do that and, and play games in Carmichael or does that conflict with the other sports that would be playing at that time? I don't think it would. I mean, I know I haven't been keeping up, but I, I think is is volleyball playing during this this same time because they use Carmichael as well. But I don't know. I think there could be a way that you could at least work it out for a season so that you're able to play in there and build on the Smith Center site. And look, if Carolina's got to travel around and use other gyms, like that's also a possibility. You could play. You know, you could work it out to where you 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 the the they're gonna play games in Carmichael because a it's on campus and b. I think it's something that right, you know. I think it's important that I think they should play one game there every year, at least two, maybe one non-con, one conference game, because that 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 arena is a lot of guys. There's a lot of history, uh, from your program in there. You've also got, um, you know, you could maybe work out with with PNC Arena where maybe you could play there. Greensboro Coliseum. Greensboro Coliseum. I think that could be in play um, and, and for so, some bigger games. You know, Carolina could really just be a little traveling circus of home games while they're while, while they're doing whatever they end up doing. Um, because even even a renovation, you know, I don't think you could have it renovated. You know, you're done playing in March. You open back up in November. You're you, you know maybe you get a renovation done during the you know the 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 the, the beginning of the next season and you move back in. But you're you're looking at at least one season away. There's too much structurally that would have to be done even in a renovation, I think, where where it would take it would take some time. And yeah. and even if Carolina, you know, starts from scratch, you're probably looking at you probably want to factor in at least two years outside of your home gym because um weather and stuff like that, you just never know. That's uh, true. And, good point. Um also and people are lazy, and it's hard to find good construction workers that oh, want to work. Boy, so uh, you, you know, you this got, is a man that's been in the field, ladies and gentlemen. So you, you, you got to factor all that stuff in there as well. All right, so we've kind of set the scene, talked about what potentially could happen, um, and what you know, it, it's something like this is inevitable. Something Carolina is going to either renovate or rebuild. But coming up next, we'll talk about the things that we want in a renovated or a new arena. But first, here's a word from one of our partners. Hey there, Josh here for the Autograph Fandom app. Want to get rewarded for listening to our show? The team at Autograph, co-founded by Tom Brady, 
is redefining the fan experience by letting users earn points for the acts of fandom they take every day, like listening to this show. The Autograph Fandom app gives you access to your favorite UNC content in one place and offers rewards like tickets, exclusive merchandise, and much more. You're already listening to our show, but now you can earn points and get rewarded for it. Head over to the Apple App Store and search for Autograph Fandom Rewarded and download it today for free using the referral code HEELTOUGH. Link and code are also in our podcast description. All right, guys, welcome back inside here to the Four Corners Podcast. Josh and Anthony hanging out with you, talking about a potential renovated Smith Center or a brand new Smith Center in uh, in, in 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 fullness. And one thing that I think it's fun for us to talk about is, as fans, there's things that we want. There's things that you know we'd like to be uh, a part of when we go to a game. And so I thought it'd be cool for us to list the three things that we would want in a potential new arena um, or a renovated arena. But for mine, I went as if we built a new arena because I think ultimately that's what's going to happen. And the first one that I that I put and won't be popular um, is I want the dome aspect. I want it removed. Um, I, I, I don't. I don't want Carolina allowing all of that noise and uh, you know all, all 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 the racket to just go to the top of the arena and die. Um, it's something that you know when the Warriors moved out of Oracle to the Chase Center, one of the one of the things they had to adjust to was their arena wasn't that loud because they built it so big that all the all of it just went to the top, and it wasn't staying compact like you see at Cameron. Even at Allen Fieldhouse, you know, it's the the ceilings aren't overly high. You're able to keep that noise inside, and it, it really traps it, and it really makes for um, a great environment. Maybe you could do something to pay tribute, and you you put a dome over it, but you know, it's you know the it, there's a there's a ceiling there that that traps all the noise in. But you know, if if we're getting a new arena. I want it to to be something that is the best advantage for the team, and best way to do it is to trap all that noise. And I'd like to see the dome aspect removed permanently. Number one for me is the the concourses. You've got to expand them. To me, if you're going to have an upper section, you have to have a second concourse upstairs because it's just there's so many people that have to go through those areas, and we've seen it during game days. There are times, especially for sellout games. It's nearly impossible to move in there. There's not enough concession stands. The restrooms, there's not enough places for people to use the bathroom. So I think ultimately that's got to be the biggest thing is you have to make that air th- those uh, areas, you know, a little more a little less crowded, a little more fan friendly. So I I think that's the most important thing and unfortunately for that, that probably means you, you got to build a new arena yeah uh as i said for mine everything is with the idea of them building new and look if i'm wrong on this feel free reach out on facebook you can dm me on twitter the way that i read it is that if carolina builds a new arena those contracts that they that were given to the donors those become null and void because it's not the same arena and that means that they're not guaranteed seating. And now you're going to put all those big-time boosters and you're going to put them in their luxury suites, which is where ultimately they want to be anyway. Um, you know, Carolina needs a better a better seating chart because I think we're, we're not utilizing our student section the way that we, 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 we should be and the way that we can. When you look at the student section, it's filled for every game. 
and they do their part. But they're on our end of the court, and so when the team's on the other end, this they're, they're not making an impact. Well, and then you have the weird like upper section student section that they do for certain games, which makes no sense. And, and so you know, take a page out of, and I, I hate having to go to the SEC for the comparison. Look at the way the SEC does it. Look at look at Auburn, look at Florida. Their students surround all four areas of the court. They have both baskets and they're on both baselines. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're able to impact the game no matter where the action is at that point in time. And um, you know, I know Carolina has widely been considered a wine and cheese crowd. I think all that notion would go away if you put you know, I don't know, it would be eight, ten thousand raucous students. I don't know what the number would be, but surrounding the court on all four areas. I think I think this idea that we're this laid back fan base that doesn't cheer, I think that would go away if our students are in a position to make an impact on the game. Well, I mean is is that is that really a basketball thought? I think that's just in general and it's more directed at football, which is never going to change. No, Sam Cassell called so, Carolina a wine and cheese crowd. Well, and it, what does he know? I mean, it, it, look at I mean, he was a failure anyways. So when he got to the next level. So I mean, it's it like it, that was just trash talk because we've seen the Smith Center has been loud before, but the thing is is that like to me, it's it's there. There are fans that are raucous. It's just yes, as you've said, a lot of those people that were down low, yeah, when it was originally built, there were a lot of people that sat down there that were younger, that were more energetic, that were loud during the games. Now, I mean, it's tougher. You got people that are in their seventies and eighties that are sitting down there. So yeah, of course it's gonna be a little bit different. So yeah, you're right. I think, you know, the the thing is, is that to me, is probably, I mean, that's right up there. That that may actually be priority number one. I may have to switch those because, you. to me, you need to have one of the best environments in college basketball because you're the greatest program in college basketball, and the potential is there for you to be able to have that. And that's one where, yeah, to me, as far as I know, there's only – that's the only way that they can do that is by rebuilding. Now, there are some people that have suggested that they could buy all those people out. The problem is there are going to be people that are not going to want to take your money. They will say, I want to stay in my seat. So ultimately, it probably wouldn't work out. So yeah, that's that's probably going to lead to a new arena. And to me, that's that's the biggest selling point. Because if you want a great environment, if you want students to be everywhere, and the thing is, people have said, well, that means that the entire lower bowl is going to be students? No, the entire lower bowl at any of these arenas is not students. It goes like six, eight rows up, but they surround everything, and then you sit behind the students. It's it's a good design. So many schools have done it and done it with with success. It's created great environments. So I think you know Carolina, that, that should be one of the main goals if they are rebuilding. And the last thing, and we talked about this, is um – I want, I want, and we need a smaller capacity crowd. I mean, I'm 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 willing to go to as few as, as twelve thousand. Um, I think the money is gonna the, the money number is fourteen to sixteen thousand. Um, but also like the the basketball arena should be the shrine on campus, and, and so you know it should be you know what what whenever you think of Carolina basketball. When you think of Carolina, you think of the well, the bell, and the arena. And so with that, you've got a really, really great basketball museum. 
and it's it's adjacent to the arena, but why not just go ahead and build the arena up to where you can put the museum in there and have enough to wear because you look at where the museum is and if you've ever been inside there, um, it's going to be expanded pretty soon too because of all the accolades and all the history and the tradition that this program has. Right. Whereas if you just put it as a part of the game day and the fan experience, whether you open up, you know, the museum before you allow, you know, whatever it is, but you make the museum a part of the arena, I would love that. And just do, and pretty much I want it to be NBA-esque. Put put your practice court in there and make your practice court, the top-of-the-line practice court in college basketball. You're going to have your weight room uh, facility in there as well. You're going to have... You know all all the coaches and every all all their offices, but um, I would love it to be a fourteen to sixteen thousand um, you know capacity arena. Move that museum in there because it would just really make going to the game, going to the arena, a destination uh, thing, and I think it really would enhance the game day and fan experience for those of us that descend to Chapel Hill on Saturdays. The if you the problem that you could run into there is. The the museum's not the problem. Putting the practice gym there, I mean, I, I just don't know. Is there enough space? Because you still have to have some parking next to the arena for people to be able to park at. But I agree because, especially with the basketball museum, you got the aquatic center that's in between it. It's it's an odd, that's an odd setup. Um, so yeah, you end up having to walk. It's 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 separate from it. I mean, it's right there. But I got to be honest, most people. If you if you the other thing is if you walked past that building would you know that's the basketball museum if you're someone that hasn't been to Chapel Hill before I mean I it think there's a sign there but I don't I don't quite it's, remember it it doesn't really stick out where if it's in the arena it would make a lot of sense so yeah I mean I, I the thing that I worry about there or wonder about more is what would they have enough room in order to be able to put that and still have the parking lot that you need that's necessary for people to be able to park right next for for media and stuff like that to be able to park there to cover the games um to, to me you know the the thing and i i am opposed or i'm i'm the opposite of you i would like to see the dome stay now i what you brought up I think could be one of the solutions, which is to sort of build almost a facility inside of the dome. I think that would be something I'd like to see. Because lo- it would also be pretty cool. Because I love the dome aspect. Oh, I'm not, I really do. I I'm think not it's, saying that I don't love it. Like there's something about. Oh, I no, I get it. There's something about I whenever you start walking down Skipper Balls Drive and you see the dome. Like there's there's something it feels big and you know it feels like it's an iconic spot for the, sure and the way that they can light the dome and do stuff with technology now like mm-hmm. it is a unique thing it also hinders the atmosphere and so if I I want to make a shrine of the dome right that because I I don't I don't want it to ever permanently go away but if we want to make this the best game day the best fan atmosphere you want it to be loud as heck and. It does get and it, it, it's a, it's a testament to how loud that place can get when you know for that Duke game that place is deafening and there's still a lot of air there's still a lot of space for that noise to go. Imagine if you cut out all that open space and you have sixteen thousand rabid Carolina fans. I mean, we would all walk out of there deaf. Because of the because that's how loud it is, and so yes, I I, I want to make it almost like a shrine in and of itself. Because 
It was unique then. It's a part of Carolina basketball's facility history. And it's still really the only one that I can think of mm-hmm. for a college basketball team that plays in their home arena. So I, I, that's the thing. I think we're both saying the same thing. Maybe it sounds a little different, but I think we both want to keep that aspect while creating a facility on the inside that holds the sound in. One thing that I will say, I've seen people bring this up, something I do not want. I do not want the center court, uh, the the center court scoreboard and video boards. I like them being in the corner. I think it's it creates better better sight lines for everybody. Um, well, the problem is, it's not for the people that are sitting behind the video boards. So, well, yeah, that is true. Yeah. But I, I I don't know. I there were so many people that were that that was one of the first things that they talked about. To me, I I just. I don't know. I, I'm not a huge fan of that. I, I don't. It, it doesn't. I mean, it, it doesn't it, look great to me. It is the modern look. I mean, you know, I, I think. I, know, I mean, Cameron has it. Allen Fieldhouse has it. Of course, every NBA gym has a you know a a video board that that, that hangs at center court that's four sided. Um, I think the one in Spectrum Center is is, is very nice and unique. So, I, I I think that's inevitable. Um, they can't do it because of the way the arena is structured now. Um, and that's why Carolina has four massive LED boards in each corner, which which helps for replays for for fans in the stands and everything. But it also because of the way that they're 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 structured, um, you have fans that are sitting behind TV screens and they're they're in the arena, but in, there's monitors well, that's, that's there's what, monitors behind the big monitor and you're watching the game on a TV screen. Right, that's what downsizing could could ultimately end up doing. Like if they end up renovating. I think let's be honest; those seats that are behind there, what what are they even there for? Like people are paying money to basically just be in the building. Like yeah. that's that's pretty much it. So maybe those seats end up getting removed, and you could put I don't know. There's there might be other things that you can add. Maybe that makes it easier to add the suites in. Who knows? But yeah, I mean, I don't know. To me, I'm not dying to put a scoreboard in the center of the arena. I do think that's that's one of the th- aspects that. I like about the Smith Center. Yeah, I, I thought you were going with maybe Carolina goes to a new center court logo. Well, um, that's a that. Come on, do, do, I would I, hope I, not. I do not want that to happen. No. I believe the Argyle is on the court where it says Roy Williams Court. I do think because the Argyle is a basketball thing that now every every program has adopted, and that doesn't sit right with me for a lot of different reasons. I do think it would be cool if you put the Argyle around like the end lines and the baseline just to kind of spaz up the court a little bit. Probably wouldn't do that. Jazz up, I because, think. Because, um, you know, the Carolina's home court is it's very, it's very iconic. But look, Kansas has a lot going on their home court and um, with, with the, the massive Jayhawk and then the Allen Fieldhouse and the James Naismith court. So I think if Carolina were to add the Argyle strip, you know, to its, its, it's baseline and and sideline. Um, it wouldn't. It, I think it'd be it'd be a nice touch because again, it ties back into, you know, what you know. It's 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 a basketball thing. It was something that the basketball program added to their uniform, and everyone has since has adopted it. But, um, you know, outside of that, like, there's nothing else really more that you can really talk about. Um, toward Carolina's court because it is so it's so iconic. Um and it's 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 very it's very beautiful because it's it's very basic. So, um, is there anything else? Or are we are we done? Nah, I think I think that's it. 
And, yeah, this is part of the conversation that we'll be having, you know, I think over the next couple of years. I don't know how how much of an appetite there is. Uh, it feels like the fact that this is being brought up, that Bubba Cunningham has quotes about it to Inside Carolina, it feels like this is coming soon. It so feels like we'd have an answer maybe this summer about the right. future of what's going to happen. So, I mean, look, I get it. There are a lot of people. I've, I've seen some people that are very tied to the Dean Dome because they're more than likely, um, you know, the, the people that are saying that, the majority of their time as a Carolina fan has been watching this team play in the Dean Dome. And I understand that. You know, building a new facility on the same site, building it somewhere else, you know, on campus or slightly off campus, you know, that that th- th- there are a lot of people that are bothered by that. But the thing is, is that the most important thing that you have to remember here is, is that we are not trying to erase the legacy of the Smith Center, erase the legacy of Dean Smith, because I've seen people that have brought that up. This is something that is necessary it's a building that has just become too outdated, and ultimately, I think when you when you listen to what some of the people that know a little bit more about this than we do are talking about in terms of being able to renovate, it does not seem like that is a very logical thing that they're able to do. So ultimately, it probably will be a new arena, but hopefully they build it on the same site. They can just re- name it the Smith Center, and you know it'll be it'll be just a little bit of a different feel to what we're used to, more modern feel to what we're used to, while still keeping all of that iconic history there. Well, that is going to wrap up this edition of the Four Corners Podcast. Guys, before we let you go, we do encourage you visit the website, HeelToughBlog.com, where um, you know Carolina basketball is off this week, but we'll be getting you ready for the Virginia game. It's a very important game this Saturday. First place will be on the line in Charlottesville. Any news and notes that come out of Mac Brown's football program, Anthony has you covered all with that, and of course, Draft coverage is right around the corner, so stay locked in. HeelToughBlog.com, latest Carolina basketball Tar Heel football coverage. As for the podcast, guys, you know where to find us. Every major podcasting platform, simply search the Four Corners Podcast and we will pop up. We're there. We do encourage you guys to rate, review, and subscribe. That way you don't miss any editions of the show throughout the remainder of the basketball season. Well, with that, guys, it is going to wrap up this edition of the show. We want to thank Anthony for hosting with me. We want to thank you guys for listening. And as always, go Tar Heels. Guys, it just doesn't get any sweeter than that.